0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the ImpactVest podcast, transformative global innovation in a new era of impact. I'm Aisha Williams, the founder and CEO of ImpactVest. And along with our guest host, we aim to inspire and motivate towards collective positive global impact to solve our world's most pressing challenges in sustainability. With each episode, we will engage in insightful conversations with global change makers, visionaries, and sustainability activists who wish to build a more sustainable and resilient future. Join us now as we create the future of impact. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Aisha Williams, the founder and CEO of Impactvest, and today I'm joined by Fidelis Mashonga, who is the CEO of Sunplugged Energy. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Aisha, and thank you for having me on this podcast.
0: Fidelis, it's really inspiring what you're working on with Sunplugged Energy. Can you tell us a bit about your inspiration behind launching the company and what you're working on now?
1: Thanks. Uh, so. In Zimbabwe, we're having a lot of uh, power cuts and load shedding. So this has really stunted the growth of the of the country in a, in, a, in a larger way. So there is no industrialization going on. Um, actually, if I say there's no industrialization, that would be a lie. But I would say there is really slow industrialization because of the lack of energy access. But if you are to then look at how other countries are doing it, you find out that you need a substantial amount of investments to be able to um, plug this gap that is existing in the country. So I looked at options of how we can be able to achieve the little things that um, matter the most in terms of getting the company or the country um, uh, forward. So that is supplying energy to um communities that predominantly do not have access to energy and there is the rural areas um, in Zimbabwe and other countries uh, so in Zimbabwe 50 um, percent almost 50 percent of the country um, does not have electricity and that is, is a scary figure because that that amounts to around 9.9 million people who have no access to energy and these are mainly in the rural areas so that gave me the drive. Um, to make sure that we provide affordable access to energy uh, for these communities. That's how we started uh, Sunplugged Energy.
0: And it's so important, the work that you're doing, Fidelis, because we often speak about the importance of investing in infrastructure and energy. And you spoke about the difference between access to energy in rural areas when millions of people don't have access to energy then those are sustainable solutions and other resources that can't be brought forward, right, because they don't have access. And so what you're doing is so important just for the future of sustainability within the African continent and Zimbabwe. Can you tell us a bit more also about the experience of a family or someone who doesn't have access to energy and maybe how they go about their everyday lives and the difference between when they don't have access and when they do have access and how you're filling that gap.
1: Okay. So um, I- I'll give you a typical example of someone in the rural areas who doesn't, who don't, doesn't have access to energy whatsoever. So you look at a, a normal um, housewife who's uh Deep in the rural areas, so in order for them to get lighting, they either have to go look for paraffin or kerosene, which is expensive and has health complications on them. And for them to be able to to, if they don't have access to that paraffin or kerosene, they have to look for firewood, which has got uh, environmental uh, challenges associated with it. They they have no Extra income. They have no access to what's going on in the in the world. So, if in the capital city there um, there's legislation that has been passed for it to reach these areas, it takes months and months because they do not have access to energy, so they cannot power their radios. They cannot power uh, if they have those radios. They cannot power TVs if they have those TVs. And uh, for for cooking, they use firewood um, and. It's, it times charcoal but again all these have got environmental challenges that are associated with them. So what we then do is we come on we, we come in and give access to energy. We give a small solar home system on pay as you go. Why we do it on pay as you go? Because we understand that there is not a lot of uh, disposable income in this type of um, a, a rural household. So we give them access to uh, micro payments uh, for over a period of twelve to twenty-four months, then they get access to radio. They get access to a TV lighting, uh, which then leaves only probably cooking, which they then have to use maybe firewood at this point. But who they have plugged a lot of gaps mm-hmm. within them. That is viability. Uh, so affordability. That is energy access. So what we then end up doing is, after this family has, got, has gotten access and is paying off their loan, we then go in and measure what type of impact, wh- what are they doing, what impact this system has gotten uh, on them. And most of them, they are able to study, their children are able to study at night, uh, they are able to charge their phones, because we also sell them smartphones, so they are able to charge their phones and communicate with the outside world. So this has brought in a lot of impact to these communities as they are able to move at the same time with urban communities and also get the same information that urban communities are getting. So at this point, we're also seeing a lot of internet service providers going into these areas to try and set up affordable internet packages or bundles that will enable them to be online at all times and this improves uh, the technological advancements of these communities and the advancements in general for these communities so this is what we do at the end of the day the family is able to to get extra income uh, because of the maybe new farming practices that are they're getting online or if they are in a business the new business opportunities that they are getting Or new customers, a wider network of customers that they're getting for their produce that they are farming. So, there are many benefits to what we do. So, by simply providing a basic solar home system that costs between uh, $180 to $600, and they are paid on pay as you go. So, this has got a lot of impact on the communities. So, this is a basic family before they have got access to energy and after they've got access to energy and the benefits and how we're coming in to plug that um, gap that is there.
0: And that's really the transformative power of energy and just of impact uh, that you're providing for many of these families. And you said that you go in and measure impact with your team, Fidelis. So, why did you choose to start measuring the impact of what you're providing for families? And what difference do you see that makes when you can measure and verify impact?
1: So, um, coming from a business perspective, there is no need to measure impact because we would think that providing energy to these communities from the onset is an impact on its own. But we found out that in order for us to customize our products and really give the communities what they actually need without us thinking from from our ivory towers and thinking that this is what these communities need we needed to measure the impact of what each and every solar home system is having on on, on each and every uh customer or household this then gives us uh, affords us the opportunity to then customize a product or solution that will enable us as a company to go and give these communities what they actually want and uh, solutions that can move them out of the energy poverty situation that they are currently in to a situation where they get financially stable and also energy uh, sufficient so the measurement of that impact is quite important for us because it has got many benefits for us and also for social impact.
0: And that's a really great point that you brought up because we often think about measurement of impact, like you said, Fidelis, uh, from the ivory tower or a very high level standpoint. But when we speak about impact, like you were saying, it's often local and if we don't know the local impact that we're making, it becomes quite difficult to be able to supply the services and and the strategic impact. Uh, that is needed on the ground how are you thinking about scaling your business as sunplugged energy what are the opportunities that you see on the horizon for solar energy and providing these services to rural areas
1: what we have found out is that not only rural areas currently as in, in Zimbabwe, are uh, struggling from lack of energy access. You look at areas that do, do have access to the national electricity grid. They've got long power cuts. Uh, so this has given us also an opportunity to go into urban areas to supply solar as a backup. And we've started doing this to a, a lot of uh, urban areas in Zimbabwe. But also, in terms of expansion, currently we've been working only in two provinces in Zimbabwe. And in order for us to expand, there was a substantial amount of uh, capital needed for that. Uh, So we partnered with a big investor, a big company that has been doing solar uh, pay-as-you-go from Kenya and is based out of Denmark, Codex Solar. So they've recently acquired some plug, and this has given us enough ammunition to be able to go into these communities and in communities that we have not yet been able to reach and start uh, making impact uh, in the families or in in the lives of these communities. So in in terms of expansion, our expansion strategy is to go into a lot of um, 10 10 provinces in Zimbabwe, 10 out of 10. And that, that would mean that would have not covered 100% 100% of the market, but at least they've taken a bigger market share. And this is enabled by Exola, who's quite big in in terms of pay-as-you-go in Eastern Africa. So they have expanding into Southern Africa and they've partnered with us. And this is one of the biggest opportunities that we've managed to take.
0: Yes. And so being able to fill the gap that has been created by the power cuts right in urban areas has really provided you with an with a strategy to expand and to be able to fill that gap in terms of energy and to provide that through solar how do you see the role of sunplugged energy in terms of partnerships and so you mentioned a few partnerships do you see the need for partnerships in other areas as as well uh, for example, government, um, nonprofits, uh, to be able to expand the industry. What do you see in in terms of what is still needed to be able to scale within the industry?
1: So partnerships are um, needed, definitely, hundred percent. So the thing is, what we need to do is to be able to to understand what are our capabilities. What can we do as an as as a corporate, as an organization? What are the things that we can do and what are those things that we cannot do? So in order for us to get to where we want to go in terms of giving access to energy to, to almost everyone, we need to have partners in, in, in governments, in, 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 in the NGO sector, uh, in other corporates, to, to, to plug viability gaps, to plug affordability gaps, to also try and see if we can reach those markets that we we cannot we cannot be able to reach on our own so we are we, not thinking of going it alone and i don't think that anyone will be able to go it alone to electrify 600 million people who do not have access to energy in sub-Saharan Africa. So, in order for that to be, in order for us to give access to energy to these six hundred million, we need to partner with a lot of companies. We need to partner with a lot of uh, NGOs and governments. So, going forward, what we are looking for as a business is partners that enable us to to reach the last mile users. That is the those that do not have access to energy, and Those partners will come in to plug affordability gaps, will come in to plug other gaps that exist in the market so that we can be able to to get to 100% energy access. I don't know at what point, but we have to try. So in order for us to get there, we need to partner with other companies.
0: And this is such an important aspect of impact in general: is the partnership between companies, between governments. No one can go at it alone, like you said, and and to be able to fill all of these gaps, partnerships are truly needed to build the sustainable future that we're all trying to build together. And so, it's quite inspiring the work that you're doing with Sunplugged Energy. The Dallas and um, you're you're really transforming many lives and many families to be able to give them access to energy, to solar energy, so that they can access opportunities to education and work opportunities. This is what is truly needed to lay the foundation for the future to be able to continue to build a sustainable wow. future. Thank you for your work. It's very inspiring. And this is what is needed to be able to bring the billions who currently don't have access to the Internet uh, to be able to provide affordable basic Internet services to plug the gap.
1: Yes. Uh, And thank you for, for the opportunity to showcase what we're doing, because I think this is quite important. Many organizations are doing this across Africa, across the world. It's just that they lack uh, access to these platforms that enable them to showcase what they're doing to the world.
0: Thank you, Fidelis. Yes, it's really important for us to be able to highlight transformative projects and companies like yours, because this is what is really pushing all sustainability industries forward. It's the hard work of entrepreneurs like yourself laying the foundation, providing solar energy to be able to build a more equitable future that we all have access to the internet. And so we can truly start to build the sustainable solutions that we all need. So thank you very much for being on our podcast I'm looking forward to all of the updates for SunPlugged Energy, and I believe you're going to continue to transform many lives with your services.
1: Thank you so much. And uh, we will continue doing what we're doing, and we'll update you on what it is that we're doing so that you and the world will also see the impact that we're
0: making. Yes, we are very much looking forward to it, Fidelis. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to the ImpactVest podcast, transformative global innovation in a new era of impact. Join us next week for another episode and become part of our ImpactVest newsletter community where you will receive all of the latest updates about our work in this new era of innovative impact finance. See you next week as we create the future of finance at ImpactVest.